Hello, this is Arash from Tyrannist. You're listening to Brutally Delicious Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Bruce. Yeah. That's my partner, Rena. Nice meeting you. Very nice to Thanks have for you. having me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I know you said you're out in LA now, so uh, it's early for you to get up this early to do this, huh? Well, actually, uh, it's late. I, I, I'm always at the office, so I didn't go to the office this morning because of this. So. Oh, nice. You took yeah. the day off to talk to us. I guess <laughs> now the pressure's on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Rena's in Finland, so it's late for her. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, it's like 7 p.m. here, but it's pitch black. Like we're in the deepest pits of Mordor here in Scandinavia at the moment. <laughs> it's like no yeah. sun season. And it sucks. I can tell you that. Like I, yeah. I bet your experience of life is very different in, in L.A. Well, we get like dark black around 4.35 p.m. here in the, in the fall and winter. But I know, I mean, is it during the day also dark? Yeah, but yeah. there's only like a few hours of, of su- su- sunlight, which is, you know, not visible, most likely. I want to experience that, to be honest. Yeah, I want to experience that. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it's cool if you come and experience it as, as like a gimmick thing. But then when you live here and you do it winter after winter after winter, you're like, fuck it. Fuck, 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 fuck this. You know? <laughs> I imagine it plays on your, it yeah, it's got to play on your your psyche and your emotions and everything, right? Yeah. Oh, it does. It most certainly does. Like, you know, seasonal depression is a thing. A lot of people start getting it like in the fall already when light starts like dimming down and you have less of it. So like, I, I think a lot of it has to do with knowing that the full season of full on dark is, is creeping your way. Right. But then some people also have spring depression. Like when, when the sun comes back, People oh, get they depressed. like the dog more. <laughs> yeah, like I just got used to this shit, and now I gotta like, what is this? You know, <laughs> yeah. real dark people, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is why we're a metal country. <laughs> anyway, hey, so are yeah. you guys super freaking metal? Let's talk about that. <laughs> Amazing. Let's do it. So yeah, th- tell us where the band is right now. What are, what are you guys doing? I, I listened to the new single, "A Revolution." That was great. <laughs> So what's going on with that one? Tell us everything. Thank you. So yeah, we've been in Los Angeles since 2007. We started this band back in early 2000 in basements of Tehran, very secretly and in the underground scene, we've been playing heavy metal music, putting secret shows. And then very soon because of the internet, we got internationally recognition through MySpace and other things. And then people from the media's in US, in Europe, in Japan, they were getting visa to come visit Iran, to come to come Iran to visit with us, to have a talk with us, this metal band in Iran in that time. Wow. And then we got invitations for some festivals in Europe and then South by Southwest in America. Then we came and started, you know, presiding here. There, there's been some uh, lineup changes, of course, in any band that that's always like that. But mostly my brother and I have been the main um, core of this band. I've been writing and producing everything. And right now, other friends are playing with us. And we've been creating music always like regarding uh, 
social political situation um universally with the focus of what's going on in iran with, with this occupying guys that occupied the country since 44 years ago everything has been regretted back to like barbarian era ridiculous regulations and policy limitations so in iran back in the time if if you've been like walking into the street with an instrument or something if they were they knew that you uh placing specifically heavy metal you've been getting arrested tabled as a devil worshippers and all those nonsense expired kind of thoughts right and then um for releasing the music there is not a market there's not an industry unless you get permissions from their morality offices and you know their their nonsenses I'm trying to remain polite and not <laughs> use profanity engaged. No, please. <laughs> no problem. Spill the beans, boy. Yeah, go for it. We're, we're all right. And then, um, and then, yeah, so you had to get the permission. So some, some idiot turban head had to go through your lyrics and give you the good to go or rejection to you as a musician, as an artist or something. And we know that this is not our scene since the first day i knew that this is not a place that i want to be so we were kind of rebelling against it and um fortunately our hard work ended up in getting recognition and getting invited to different places and you know um at least being in a place that we do whatever we want although things can be a lot more better but we're still um trying hard hard trying. right we do our best and then wherever I'm, I'm talking too much, just no, <laughs> no please. No, you're not. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. And then um, putting things together. Um, so yeah, um, limitations for the musicians. Females cannot sing. Females cannot be in a as a front person of a band, and. Um, other human rights violations, like you name it, every single aspect of human rights, these guys is turban heads, they are against it. And, and humanity is just, doesn't have any definition for it. And there's been always protest and um, uprising against them and they knew it. But recently it, 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 it everything is a lot more, you know, worse for them and better for the people. Uh, people are getting more united together, very strong. For example, last September, they, uh, a young girl with her family from a, a small city, they go to Tehran, the capital to visit. And because she was not fully covered her hair and it's just a few strands of her hair was out, she get beaten by the morality police and then hitting her head to the curbside and dragging her on the ground and then she dies so because of a few strands of hair outside and then the whole nation was waiting for another you know spark or something to just get together and, and the uprising started from there massa i mean is her name and after that a lot of other young girls young kids young boys they got arrested they got raped raped they got tortured in the prison young girls like kids from the school are getting kidnapped and and raped in the prison political uh, writers musicians rappers uh, activists you name it 
athletes, everyone. They, they just, um, and um, people are in the street for their basic rights. These guys are killing with war weapons, with automatic rifles, with shotguns, with snipers, bullets specifically in, into their heads and, and into their hearts. So it's crazy. It's nasty what's going on. And they know they're going to lose. They're going to go downhill to the nasty place of the history, but they are still resisting, you know. But eventually, one of these days, they're going to collapse. Yeah, what are you, because it was just like yesterday and today here in the Finnish news even, that they have now uh, abolished the morality police, that they're that's shutting nonsense. it down. That, that, that's like, let's just Thank not get you, back to like, I, I, I do PR and blah, 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 communications for a long time. And my first yeah. thought was like, this is a PR stunt. They're just like in, in name going to say that, all right, this, this instance no longer exists, but the same stuff is going to continue under a different name, under a different agency, under whatever, you know, like that yeah. no real change is actually happening. So do you agree yeah. with my gut feeling? They are uh, great in making false propaganda and in mm. fa false news and you know, nonsense. So they, they are amazing in that. It's just put some random bullshit into the PR campaigns and everyone is talking about that. So yeah. That's, that's total nonsense and wrong. How much do people actually care in Iran about what other people in the world think about them? And I'm not talking about other Islam countries, but like the West. It's, it's, a it's amazing. It is encouraging them. People are expecting that because whatever happened in the past in the world, Iranian people were participating we're sympathizing with them if there if there was a plane crash in some part of the world Iranian people were do were, were hold the candlelight events if if there was a, a building collapsing somewhere Iranian people were up front supporting on social media commenting and showing their sympathy to the family and the, the causes that were happening And at this point, they expect the entire world to support them. If there was a war in Ukraine, Iranians were in the front, supporting them, raising their flags, candlelights, and things like people, Iranian people. Um, we're talking about people, not occupying regime of Iran. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah. And they expect the entire world to be their voice at this point. And amazingly, a lot of people, politicians, normal people, athletes, public figures, celebrities, actors, singers, they've been talking about that. But we want more and more and more support until Iranian people get to this uh, victory. Yeah, and I think it's it's fair to expect that, you know, like that it, it's, we, we have to have a united front against these atrocities and these human yeah. rights violations like you know that we're not asking for that much we're just yeah. not we're just asking for little girls not to be kidnapped and raped and imprisoned somewhere you know that this isn't and i i just saw it on the internet like you know that there was this really really good meme that said that they want to call it woke <laughs> Because if you call it basic empathy, it clearly shows that those guys are in the wrong, you know, and that's basically what it's about. I don't know if I would identify as woke so much. Maybe I would. I don't know. Maybe someone would put me in that category. 
but you know, basic human decency. This is like, yeah, 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 you do exactly. you, I'll do me. This is not too much to ask. And everybody should have that right. Exactly. And at the end of the day, we're all humans. We're, we're all yeah. humans. Nothing above that. I mean. What do you think, Bruce? I just find it so hard to believe that we're living in whatever this is, the 21st century, and this stuff is, barbaric stuff is still even happening. By the way, speaking of a dog, even animals, they don't have safety in Iran. I'm, I'm not sure if you've read in, in the news or, or, or what. they mass murdering dogs. They're they collecting dogs off of the streets. You're not allowed to walk your dog in the streets because these fucking stupid mullahs Dogs are against their religion or their really their idiot beliefs. Yeah, yeah. I did yeah. not know that at all. Now you know it. Yeah. So, if you love your dog, you got to be vocal about that also. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's funny you it's mentioned dogs. Good. We just had a whole conversation with a, a drummer who was totally had his like Rena just said had his dog singing for us, literally singing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot like, of memes. Yeah, it, it's it's. If you don't like, I, I get it. If you're afraid of dogs or animals, or you are super allergic, or or that you're even that's indifferent. That's a whole separate that thing. Is, yeah, that's fine. But if you if you hate dogs just for the sake of hating them, uh, there's something wrong with you as a person. Like deeply, yeah. deeply wrong with you. I don't want to share a space with you. I'm not gonna buy a used car from you. You know, I that can't is, trust yeah. people who don't like dogs. Right? No. No. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but so what's happening with the band right now so you you went through and it must have been like an ordeal to get that move done like you know making that huge tra transition of life like you know leaving your family leaving everything that you've known to go live in another country for the sake of being able to play music so like do you think yeah. that that sacrifice has like paid off are you happy with that choice well, I sacrificed everything. I mean, it, it could be a lot better. I have a peace of mind, but as far as the achievements, no, because at some point we got, we got, you know, the industry has been very selective and discriminating because they, they still con consider us as related to those the occupying people right. of Iran's country. We've been very discriminated. We didn't get any good record deal or offer or anything. The major things that they were offering to the other people. And I've been sitting with a lot of people. I've been getting invited to a lot of meetings with the companies, with the um, industry people. The main answer is just because we are exotic people. Yeah. We couldn't fit in. Yeah. So there, there is so, already but one. At, at this point system of a down and they're exotic enough and you know like yeah 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 and then at this point we've we've, we've been always self-produced with our we work we spend on the production and our things but we definitely can help uh, can can use the help of like professional companies or you know producers promoters publishers anyone put, helping us putting the shows because you know an artist can only do up to some point yeah so the production is our burden putting shows and putting events and things like that it's 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 not my expertise it's not my band's expertise so we would definitely appreciate any help in that matter 
Okay, people, anybody listening, <laughs> shoot Arash a message because, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's not cool. It's, you know, uh, it's hard to make it in that business and the discrimination can be racial, it can be gender, it can be weight, you know, depending on your gender, yeah. you know, not so many fat chicks making it right. You gotta, you yeah, gotta fit a certain, certain, you know, tiny, tiny, tiny box of, of like what, what is sellable and like what you said uh, that it's not your expertise. It's not like your thing to do is sell the gigs, do the promo, do the blah, 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 you know? And, and it seems to be that like you need to have that person in the band, like the ones that like really do the grind. They have somebody or two people in the band who are really good with social media, who are really connected into the local or even global venues to play at and they have blah, blah, blah. so it's all about the connections and it's all about like who's good at what and and it's so hard to find that team to be around you that they would do those yeah. things for you i completely get it it's not it's not a picnic for sure and everything's so diy now as opposed yeah. to the way it was in you know in the past where you had record companies and all that other stuff with the cash everything yeah. is diy so yeah rena's right you have to have somebody that is able to take on that and and do it. And, you know, it's hard when you have full-time jobs because you're not making millions as a band either. Yeah. Yeah. And I may well, have missed it. What is your day job, if I may ask? What was it? What is your day job, if I may ask, if you have one? Well, I'm a audio engineer myself. Oh, if nice. I get some projects like that. But my main job is in healthcare field, so totally different. Calculus, is that's what you said. Healthcare. He- healthcare. Field. Healthcare. healthcare. Oh, I, I thought you said calculus. I'm, oh my God, the dude's some sort of wizard. <laughs> math. You know, like, I don't get math. But yeah, that's that's amazing. Like, you know, I, I also do music. I do, do this podcast, but it doesn't pay my bills. I also need to have a day job. Exactly. Right, to, yeah. pay yeah. for, to pay for the real life that I want to live. Right. But, you know, right. it is what it is. But tell me about your lineup currently. So it's you and... Cool. So the, the original four-piece rock band, me, my brother, a couple of my friends, I played bass and vocals in the band. My brother plays guitars. We have another guitarist and a drummer. So four pieces. Nice. Do you guys have some electronics that we play. Do you guys all write in the traditional way, like in a room together, or are you kind of writing things and bouncing ideas back and forth via like Sometimes. Internet? Sometimes barely, but you know, I sit down at my desk and I take care of everything. I send it to the, the other people for their consultation. I mean, yeah, consulting with them for their input. If they want to add anything, if they want to change anything. Sometimes we add, we change. Most of the times they're fine with what I'm doing. So um, they count on me mostly. <laughs> you know, when you do a lot of right. the work and tasks, they, 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 count on you so so i know rena was talking about you know discrimination and we've been mentioning it do you find that in the metal community as well because i think the metal community is sort of more accepting to everyone isn't it well the community is us humans it is accepting it is very good but the people in charge of the industry gotcha they seems to you know separate themselves from being humans Mm. right but overall, like the actual metal community and the fans and people like us, I mean, I think we're all pretty accepting of everybody, of, right? 
Bro, doesn't matter what religion, zero, race, or as Rena said, yes. weight. Yeah, metalheads are metalheads, and pretty fairly accepting uh, in my experience, anyway. Yes, but yes. obviously, my experience is not your experience. I mean, yeah, uh, I can I can surely say yes. It, it's been uh, accepting, but there are rare occasions. So right. yeah, you look exotic, like dark hair and stuff. So I've been facing it. I've been oh, facing I'm sure. It. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, I'm and sorry. People, come on, like get a grip. And, and it's, you know, there, there was this amazing guy called Jacques Fresco, who was in, in, in connection to the Venus project and to the Zeitgeist project. Like he's, he's passed now, but anyways, but he, he had this amazing video on, on how it's, you know, that it's always taught that hate it's it's a learned thing so so you can unlearn it as well and and it's it, it would be unfair of, of people to expect you to somehow unteach that to people but you know that when, when you talk to people who are really racist or whatever like you know the, in all like kindness and friendship you can sort of in a, in a play-doh like way where you just ask questions help that person to arrive in in the basically only only right conclusion that there is on their own and that that sort of then represents the unlearning that the person needs to land there on their own like have that epiphany moment like holy right. crap they're right you know maybe this isn't how things are but if yeah. it's just like crammed down your throat and you're told that you're shit like you know that you're a crap human you don't deserve to live then of course you're going to get defensive but like you know that it just takes a lot of maturity it takes a lot of like intellectualism and and like you know this this sort of patience that i personally probably wouldn't be able to conjure up <laughs> in that sort of a yeah. conversation but but yeah there's there's hope so i have hope <laughs> for those people snap out of it you know is it hard not, and i just may not you may not want to answer this but is it hard to not be angry or are you just angry it is very hard. <laughs> it is very hard. But through all these years, I was able to manage it to, you know, deal with it and accept it. So acceptance is the first step to, you know, at least getting a inner peace of mind for yourself. So And heavy music is quite cathartic, right? Are you able to funnel all that shit into the into oh, the music? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thumbs up. I like love it. it. Yes. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think as a listener and as a, a musician as the well, cure, it's, it's the so cure to anything. Yes. The cure to anything. The minute you start playing it, everything is vanished. Yep. It is I, the happy place. It is the good mental health place. Yes. Know? So there's mine. <laughs> the only thing, oh, keeping, only me thing keeping me sane is music in my veins. Love it, Bruce. That's amazing. <laughs> Yep, so I'm but with mine you, man. It's a little like underwhelming in this hold on context. Where is it? Oh nice. But there oh. is a tiny <laughs> nice. So to the amazing subject of tattoos. So I've got my guitar going to my veins, rooting in uh, beautiful. So we're all on the same page. <laughs> we know you are. Sister and brotherhood. Like yes. said, like said. <laughs> but I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I mean, like, you know, obviously our experience is not yours because you've, you've lived through it. And I apologize for 
anybody, you know, doing that shit to you because in the end we're all just humans, right? As human, yeah. As Rita likes to say, yeah. yeah, very kind of you. Thanks for saying that. And we're bonded by the riff here as well, so that's even Definitely. better. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> right? Yeah, Rita. Hey, yes, I, I would. I would like to know, like, what's next for the band? What What sort of plans do you guys have? Well, we constantly keep publishing singles by singles every week or every two weeks. I mean, we have another song coming out tonight or tomorrow in Farsi supporting this revolution. Another one in a few days, another one next week. But we definitely want to put shows and events together. Right. Um, like I said, we need help with that. So, so maybe if somebody's watching this, they can they can reach out to you. So what can you drop your Facebook pages or where they can get a hold of you in case they want to our- yeah every every all of our social media whatever.com slash tarantist t-a-r-a-n-t-i-s-t tarantist means bitten by tarantula so on instagram on facebook our website twitter youtube spotify apple music anywhere tarantist and i'm hoping somebody's watching this that can help you guys and get behind you and and get this message out because this really is the 21st century and none of this shit should be going on yeah i appreciate the opportunity that you're giving to me so anytime you're welcome anytime i love this chat My, my pleasure yeah and I apologize for the dogs. It's been a weird day with dogs. So, we love dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a weird day with dogs. We love dogs. <laughs> no apology Amazing. for the dogs. Thank you, my friend. I really am behind you 100%. I hope somebody can, uh, it, yeah. can help you out. Thank you for shining the light on uh, all of the wrongs here. Thanks for yeah. everything. Thank it's, you. It's, a pleasure. it's been a pleasure meeting both of you. I hope Thank let's, you so much. We, let's do we it can again. Meet in- person very soon yeah yeah, yeah definitely and we'll and do it gonna, again we have to yes we need we to have. do like a big big brutally delicious shebang thing where we just invite all everybody who's ever been a guest to a your bu- house a bunch yeah or house. right come on over i got the room but you got the dog <laughs> if you could deal with the dog <laughs> oh totally and you're gonna barbecue for everybody yes Ross, that deep fried turkey whatever yes. it was that you did. i'll get the smoker <laughs> going Aras, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you. Be well, my friend. Keep up the good work. Have a nice day. For sure. Cheers. Bye. 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 This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.